0: you're listening to the reimagined social media podcast and you see the importance and power of social media but are uncomfortable creating content that just adds to the noise this show is for you it's time to stop thinking of social media as an necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world i'm your host katie hinder a former blogger and instagram influencer turned business owner my company rosebud social helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional heart centered way and i want to help you to do the same So, friend, grab a cup of coffee if it's in the morning, or craft beer if it's in the evening, and let's talk all things social media. Today or this week, I wanted to talk about kind of the common social media mistakes to avoid as a business. We know that leveraging your social media effectively requires a strategic approach and a thorough understanding of these dynamics. And I will say, after 10 plus years of working with businesses through social media as an influencer and then as a coach. I've seen some really common social media mistakes that businesses often make. Uh, And to help you not fall victim to these pitfalls, I'm going to walk you through kind of the six most common ones I see across industries and business types. Now, definitely there are certain mistakes that certain niches or industries tend to make more frequently than others. Um, So I tried to really focus in on six common mistakes that I see kind of across the board, whether you are running a school, whether you are a book publisher, whether you have events, whether you're a church, you're a parish, um, you are a small business owner, you are a clothing boutique, whatever it happens to be. These are kind of the, the six that I think apply pretty much across the board overall. So here we go. I'm gonna walk you through all of them and then give you some like helpful tips, hopefully to avoid them. So number one, Of the most common social media mistakes to avoid as a business owner is neglecting to define a clear strategy. Certainly, I would say this is probably the most significant mistake that businesses make on social media. They're diving in without a well-defined strategy, heck, often without a strategy at all. They download, you know, Instagram, they get on Facebook, they get a LinkedIn account, and then they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? And they don't really have a clear roadmap. Um, you don't have direction. There's no consistency. There's no purpose to what you're doing. And I think if you're going to have social media that works well for you and for your business, you need to establish social media goals. You need to identify your target audience. You need to determine what platforms truly align with your business objectives. I've got a whole podcast episode on that. You need to develop a content strategy that really supports your brand voice that maintains consistent posting schedule that fosters engagement with your audience. All of these things need to be part of that clear strategy that you need to define and hone in on. And I will say, honestly, this is probably the pitfall that brings most businesses to Rosebud Social They know they need social media. They may have even dabbled in social media, but they don't have a strategy or a plan to communicate their message or their mission. Uh, And it takes work to make this happen, but it's a worthwhile endeavor. So if you have not sat down to develop a clear strategy, if you're really not sure what your roadmap is, what your purpose is on social media, I encourage you to take a little bit of time and try and figure that out. Really kind of sketch out why you're on, the platforms you're on, and what you hope to achieve with those platforms. So, you know, don't be that business that neglects to define a clear strategy and just kind of posts willy-nilly hoping that something is going to happen and something is going to stick. Chances are that something will never happen without a clear strategy. So that's number one. Number two of the common social media mistakes to avoid as a business is failing to understand your target audience. Now, this might seem, duh, I think that's true across the board for all businesses. If you don't know who you're talking to, it's going to be really hard to sell your products. It's going to be really hard to make products or get people in your door. Um, But honestly, effective social media marketing relies on understanding your target audience intimately, right? Many businesses make the mistake of assuming they know their customers well enough or having a general idea of who they're talking to, right? All women. I hear that all the time. Who's your audience? Who are you reaching? Women. Okay, that's not an audience. That's not really a clear target audience. There's a lot of women in the world. So you want to really drill down, right? Conduct your market research, analyze your current social media analytics if you have them or your current client base so that you get valuable insights into your audience's preferences, their interests, their behaviors. So that then in turn, you can tailor your content to address their pain points, offer solutions, provide relevant information, provide helpful tidbits, all of that, right? But if you don't know who your audience is, it's going to be really hard to create content that's really going to resonate with your people. One of the things that I always encourage um, clients to do and people that I talk with is to kind of craft what we call an ideal client avatar. Basically, you're going to take time to sketch out like, a full biography, basically, of your classic clients, right? The people who you are most often serving. This works really well for schools, I think, especially if you're trying to define this, but it works for any business, right? Sketch him or her out completely. Write down what they like, what they eat, what they watch, what they read, you know, who they are, give them a name, right? All of that kind of stuff. Know them really intimately based on who your audience is and who you're trying to reach. And I think once you do that, you will find that creating social social media content becomes much easier because now you're not just crafting content to like send out into the abyss of social media, but you are crafting content specifically to talk to Sarah or to Matt or to, you know, Mrs. Smith whatever that happens to be, right? When you have crafted that ideal client avatar, you're going to understand your target audience really well. And it's going to be easier to create content because you're going to be writing it for a very specific person that you've made up, but a very specific person that you have in mind. So failing to understand your target audience is definitely one of the common pitfalls I see uh, businesses falling into. Number three of the common social media mistakes is overlooking engagement and interaction. This happens all the time. Businesses, you're busy. You've got a lot going on. You've got a lot on your plate. And so you're like, I'm just going to post and I'm going to like, we're just going to do it. We're going to have a social media presence. I'm just going to schedule it out. We're going to post. But social media ultimately, hence the name social, is all about building relationships and engaging with an audience. It's about connecting with people. So unfortunately, many businesses miss this opportunity by neglecting to respond to comments and messages and mentions, right? They do what I like to call post and ghost. They post and then they they get off the platform and they go about doing their other business. And I get it. We're busy and often we do need to post and then go do something else, but Ignoring or significantly delaying responding and engaging interacting in this way could really leave a negative impression about your business and can kind of damage your reputation. People can tell if they show up on your page and you haven't responded to any comments, you don't seem very active on the account, they can tell that about you. And that says a lot about your business and the the business that you're building, right? You're trying to do, and it says a lot about your audience as well. So you want to actively engage with your followers you want to respond promptly or as promptly as possible you want to show appreciation for their support right if they posted a story and tagged you in it because they were attending your event or they were using your product. You want to thank them for that. I was actually just out in Seattle and I was at a brewery. I tried a a flight of six different uh, local craft beers and I posted a picture of it and I tagged the business in it. And I do that often when I'm at craft breweries because it's fun. And I will say most don't reply back at all. I think craft breweries are actually notoriously really bad at responding. Um, but this one, I was shocked. Before I had even left the table, they had already thanked me for visiting, asked which my favorite beer was out of the flight and reshared my story to their story. Now that is impressive, right? And that showed me like, wow, this business is really interested in their people and they're really involved in their social media. And I loved that. I got really excited about it. I do wanna add a small little caveat. At the same time, while I'm encouraging you not to overlook your engagement and your interaction, I want to be sure that you don't feel like you need to be monitoring this 24 seven. I think we need balance. I think we should not have notifications turned on on our phones. So you don't need to be responding to comments or direct messages the moment they appear. The moment that they are left. You absolutely do not need to do that. Instead, I would recommend that you block out a little bit of time each day or maybe several times a week depending on what your schedule looks like. And in that time is when you actively like and reply and respond as needed to the comments and the messages that are left behind. You want to make sure that not more than, I don't know, two or three days go by before that. I would say two is probably ideal. Um, Or if you can just get on once every 24 hours to just go through and see what was left at that point. Maybe you take your weekends off, depending on your business. I think that's a really good way to do it, but please do not feel like you need to be on all the time responding the moment a comment is left. Absolutely not. And in fact, I could argue that engagement-wise, it might be better to reply a little bit after they've left a comment because that will then push your reply back into their feed and give them a chance to come back to your page or come back to your post and see what comment you have left, which obviously is good for your algorithm and it's good for your business. So don't overlook engagement and interaction. Don't just post in ghost. Make sure that you are cultivating an audience. All right. Number four of the common social media mistakes to avoid as a business owner is inconsistent branding and messaging And I have to be honest, this is probably my biggest pet peeve of the six that I picked here, but... You know, you show up on a brand's page and each post looks different. They have a menagerie of colors, a menagerie of fonts. They're like all over the board. You would have no idea what this brand was if you were just randomly scrolling through your feed and came across one of their posts. There's a reason the golden arches of McDonald's are so well known because they use them everywhere. And that color and the red color, they're very clear. They're very consistent with their branding and their messaging. And obviously, you're not McDonald's, but you want to do the same, right? Maintaining a consistent brand identity across all. All your social media platforms, and from post to post, is crucial for building that recognition and that trust. Inconsistency in this branding—you know, using the different logos, the color schemes, the tone of voice—can confuse your audience, and it often can dilute your brand's impact and your brand's message. So, you know, I always recommend that people develop some kind of brand guide. Often, when we start working with a client, I will ask if they have one, and if they don't, we kind of create one ourselves a little bit to kind of understand both their visual and their verbal identity. Right. Every business is different. So my business, for instance, is much more conversational. Like this podcast, we're often talking in a very conversational way. So the verbal is much more conversational, much more laid back kind of fun. However, we don't use a ton of emojis. Right. Other people love using emojis. They're much more casual, much more laid back in what they're doing. They're using tons of abbreviation, common slang, all of that kind of stuff. Great, then that's their verbal identity. Others wanna be much more professional in their approach and they take things in a totally different verbal identity. But if you have one post that sounds very professional and very high level, and then one post that's full of emojis and slang, That's going to be really confusing, right? So remember, consistency builds credibility and helps your audience recognize and connect with your brand more easily so that when they're not on your page, but maybe they're scrolling through their feed and you pop up, they can recognize you immediately. This is essential for growing a business and really important. So definitely, I think inconsistent branding and messaging is a huge no-no and a huge common mistake that is made. Uh, Okay, number five of the common social media mistakes to avoid as a business is focusing solely on self promotion. Now, this might seem a little counterintuitive because social media is often all about kind of sharing your brand, sharing what's going on in your business, right? Like selfies, pictures like that. And so you might be like, what am I talking about? Okay, well, what I mean specifically is constantly bombarding your audience with sales pitches and promotional content can be very off-putting, right? Think about it. Maybe you, you follow a certain brand or a certain celebrity or something like that. If every single post they had was a post to sell you something, you would probably unfollow pretty quickly, right? Because why this leads to a decline in engagement, it comes across as you being kind of inauthentic to wanting to help people. And instead just being focused on the bottom line, just trying to make a ton of money. So I would say instead of focusing all your posts on promotion. You want to look for a more balanced approach. You want to provide value to your audience by sharing, you know, informative or entertaining or inspiring content. And you want to mix in promotional posts with, you know, maybe educational articles, behind the scenes glimpses, maybe user generated content, depending on your industry, maybe news, anything like that. Um, And at the same time, I want to say, yes, you want to be always selling. This is not to say that you need to be posting things that are off brand or that don't make sense for you. No, absolutely not. But I think more often than not, it should be a subtle sell. So what I mean by that, a subtle sell is a sell in which you are showing how you are maybe an expert in a field or how you help build build credibility or you are a thought leader in this area. Maybe you have sound advice you're trying to share, how your program impacts the lives of others, right? You're sharing all of these kinds of things. Those are subtle cells because they're saying like, look what our program does. Isn't this amazing? And then every once in a while, you're going to do the hard sell where you specifically ask them to maybe sign up for the program or to make a purchase. But overall, you're going to be sharing user stories. You're going to be sharing content that that builds and informs and educates along the way. That is really crucial. So you want to always be selling to a certain extent, but most of your content should be subtle sells. And then every now and then you should come in with the hard sell. Okay, and the last of the six common social media mistakes to avoid as a business is neglecting to track and analyze your results. Again, this goes along kind of with the idea of the posting and ghosting. I think what often happens is business owners know they need a social media presence. They go ahead and craft a bunch of stuff. Maybe they schedule it out in the meta suite or they get an intern to put it up on their social media and that's it. But social media ultimately is not just a set it and forget it marketing channel. It's essential to kind of track and analyze your social media efforts so you could really understand what's working and what doesn't work, Right many businesses make the mistake of neglecting the data. And the data is where you're going to find key elements, key information for your future posts, right? So utilizing that social media analytics tool, whether it's, you know, the Metasuite itself for Facebook and Instagram, or the in-app features are really going to help you understand your reach, your engagement, your click-through rates, your conversions. That's really important. And being able to look and say, oh, look, this post did really well. I'm going to create more stuff like this. This post didn't do really well. Oh, maybe I need to tweak this. Maybe I need to change the way that I approach this. Maybe this didn't work really well, or obviously it didn't really hit. Maybe my audience didn't identify with it as well as I was hoping, right? So analyzing the data regularly and adjusting your strategy accordingly is going to be the best way to optimize your social media performance. I will say that I'm not a fan of looking at it week to week. And even honestly, we track month to month for our clients, but I don't like looking at a month, at a single month to try and figure things out. Personally, I look like I like looking at full quarters and a year to year comparison. I think a full quarter at a time, three whole months, gives you a much better idea of trends and things that are working and things that are not working, right? One single post, isn't really going to tell you necessarily because maybe it was an off day. Maybe Instagram glitched that day. Maybe you just posted it at the wrong time. Maybe there was something else that was going viral that day. But looking at a three month time period will give you a much clearer picture of like, oh, look, posts that I do on XYZ always seem to do really well. And the posts that I do that look like this tend to not. Okay, great. Now I need to adjust and change. That helps you get a bigger picture. It helps you see the trends and not get caught up in the weeds of the month to month. I hope this was really helpful. I hope you, that you are able to you know, hear these six kind of common mistakes and think like, OK, there's one in here that maybe my business falls into, or maybe there's a few, than, few more than one. Um, and maybe that gives you a little bit of impetus to go in and look at your strategy, to look at your plan, and try and make a few adjustments or a few changes so that you can show up more successfully on your social media. I hope this was helpful. Uh, If you have suggestions or comments or thoughts for future episodes, if you have questions you would love for me to answer on a future episode, please go ahead and drop me an email. Hello at rosebudsocial.com. And I will do my best to work your suggestions and thoughts into the next episode. Until next time. Thanks for listening.